Hello, everybody. Today is a special episode because I am interviewing Tom Armour today about his personal experience as a youth who struggled with drugs and alcohol and how he overcame that and about his current role as a facilitator of the Trail Youth Recovery Meeting. I hope you enjoy this interview. Welcome to Coffee Break with Trail Youth, where we listen and support teens with their everyday struggles. We will bring awareness to issues that teens are too afraid to share their feelings to others about. We want you to listen with an open mind and stress-free as we share with our audience what teens truly feel every day. My name is Tommy Armour, and today I'm sharing my failed attempts to escape childhood trauma through using drugs and alcohol with the hope that my sharing this might save the life of an at-risk youth. Tom, what was it like for you growing up? Well, Nick, let's start by me saying that at the age of 11, I walked into my first 12-step recovery meeting voluntarily. I walked through those doors because the pain of living was so great that massive amounts of drugs and alcohol could no longer dull the pain or blot out the memories that haunted me. You know, my earliest memories are fear, shame, and desperately wanting to be just a normal kid. I wanted to blend in, be like everybody else. But I was too exhausted from just trying to survive my home life. No one, not even my closest friends, had any idea about my deep, dark secret. Often, I slept hiding in the back of closets under piles of clothes to avoid the extreme physical and verbal abuse from the, the people that were supposed to keep me safe and, and love me. I developed coping mechanisms like, like being a chameleon, trying to fit in. And for a while that worked. Then one afternoon in third grade, while playing in my backyard, my older brother and his friend let me try some of their pot. You know, I was instantly transformed, or transported, I should say, into a, a world where my anxiety, my self-hate, and my fear it disappeared. And it wasn't long after that that I be- began escaping using alcohol, LSD, and, and by sixth grade I was snorting lots of cocaine. Now, while my friends were at home on school nights sleeping, I was selling drugs on the streets of the University District in Seattle to avoid being at home. Often I passed out for maybe an hour, maybe a little more, but uh, alone at a table at the the jack-in-the-box there on the corner of 50th and University just trying to kick some sleep before going to school and trying to act normal the next day. And at 11, I was already exhausted from using drugs and alcohol to try and escape my pain. I walked into a 12-step meeting in the University District and I heard people talking about living a day at a time without having to hide in alcohol or drugs. They talked about using steps instead of drugs to cope with and heal from their hurts, habits, and hang-ups. They talked about having people in their lives they could call at any time that truly cared about them, not wanting to use them but actually to help them 
help them to stay clean and sober and, and lead better lives. And that was pretty eye-opening for me. But I just wasn't ready to change yet. And at the age of 12, I was handcuffed and let out of my middle school classroom, charged and sent off to Juvenile Hall in Seattle. Fortunately, I was quickly paroled and then enrolled in Seattle's first alternative school, where I gained some valuable insights. But before long, I was back in a, a quote-unquote regular school and perfecting my chameleon skills while still abusing drugs and alcohol. I spent the next decade or so surviving car crashes, drug deals gone bad, violent behavior, high-risk behavior, mo motorcycle accidents, um, and a hardcore biker lifestyle that left me feeling dead inside. What happened? Well, ultimately in my early 20s, drugs and alcohol quit working for me. I mean, they no longer blotted out the pain, and no matter how much I... I used, I couldn't escape my past and myself. I was either going to die or I needed to quit hiding in drug use and alcohol abuse. Fortunately, that memory as an 11-year-old walking into that 12-step meeting and, and hearing others share their experience, strength, and hope, that kicked in and it motivated me to, to just give that another try. Now, that was over 33 years ago. And I haven't had to use drugs or alcohol a single time since then. By going to 12-step meetings, getting a sponsor, and working those steps to heal, I now have the freedom like none other. So what's it like now? Well, shortly after getting sober, I went through extensive personal counseling. I even trained as an alcohol and drug counselor, and then studied business and had a successful career. Today, I have a 22-year-old daughter and a 24-year-old son that have never seen me take a drink of alcohol, use drugs, or act abusive. Because others helped me, I've been able to help others escape the bondage of alcohol and drugs. Because others helped me, I've had the freedom to travel the world, building schools in Honduras, helping start a, a nationwide youth summer camp program in Cambodia. Uh, serve impoverished children in Peru, and, and just recently, I got to go into the most war-torn villages in Ukraine to rebuild homes for the elderly. This is a life of value, only made possible by others, by them giving freely to me their experience, their strength, and their hope. And this is why it brings me great pleasure to be a part of the recovery meeting held at the Trail Youth Coffee Home every Thursday night at 7 to 8 p.m. And I freely share my personal story because I am no longer ashamed of what I survived as a youth. Rather than that shame, I'm proud to take what was broken and is now healed and pass that on like others passed on to me their experience, strength, and hope. Now, we meet anonymously here. Meaning, although I may be public with my story, any youth that walks through these doors are free to share their struggles without judgment and without fear that anyone will share what they say. Now, Trail Youth Coffee Home, it's a safe place for the youth of Snoqualmie Valley. Uh, well, I'm going to ask you a couple questions. <laughs> Absolutely. So what, what's the biggest life lesson you learned 
from your struggles? Great question, Nick. I would say the, the greatest lesson is not to give up. Um, you know, the, that's a, a quick recap of a, a story that took, you know, 20-something years to write. And there was a lot of pain and a lot of fear, a lot of frustration. Um, but having people, and like I say, specifically in, in recovery programs that I barely knew, love on me and treat me the way that I wished, you know, my, uh, my family had. I didn't have that at home. So not giving up is, is the number one thing. There's, I, I'm very fortunate and that, uh, that I've never had to relapse. I've never had to go back to drinking. I've never had to use drugs again since, uh, since I got involved with, with the 12 step program. And um, there's plenty of people that that's not their story. But again, their story is unique. And, and uh, you know, everyone's story is unique. So whatever it takes, never giving up. I'd say that is the number one, number one thing in life. You know, keep fighting. Keep there. There is promises. There are so many amazing things that can happen in our lives if we just keep pushing on and make it through the day and look for a better tomorrow. What about the uh, meetings, like, other than what you already mentioned, what what other stuff makes the meeting so special? Laughing. Actually being able to, to laugh at some really, <laughs> really dark stuff. You know, life can really suck at times, and it can be really painful. And But the reality of it is, no matter what you've been through, there are other people walking this earth that have been through it. And you can learn from... Their mistakes. You don't have to make those mistakes, um, but there's a, a commonality of of uh, of going through that that uh, that trauma and coming out the other side. And it's amazing to see people just days out of uh, being dependent upon drugs and alcohol and how their attitudes can change. But it's it's all about support from others. It's not about doing it yourself. It's not about self well. It's about others. Uh, and then my final question, uh, why is talking about your past struggles so important? Well, <laughs> that's a, a, another good question, Nick. Um, it's important because a lot of people don't talk about these things. It's not really comfortable for a lot of people. I've, I've been in recovery for over 33 years now. It's really, really comfortable for me to talk about these things in meetings, in recovery meetings. And when people invite me to work with somebody that's struggling. Um, it's less comfortable to talk about in the golf club. It's less comfortable to talk about at a big social meeting, but it's important. It's life and death. It's important because it truly is. It's life and death. Um, you know, I, I went through some pretty horrific stuff. Um, however, most of, the, most of the drugs that I took the odds of them killing me instantly were were pretty small. That's not the case today. You know, kids are kids are dying the first time they ever ever try a drug because of uh, fentanyl and and just uh, the well, the reality of how dangerous uh, the drugs have gotten more complicated. You know, they've come out with a lot more drugs than back when you. We're going through it. Absolutely, absolutely. People are purchasing one drug, thinking they're purchasing one drug, and they're getting something completely different. The people that are manufacturing it, they don't care 
about you. They don't care about me. They don't care about life. All they care about is money, and they're willing to kill a lot of people. And, you know, the best of kids um, with the best intentions makes one mistake. Just, you know, hey, you know, yeah, I'll try it. What the heck? And they're dying. And it's, it's, it's needless. The reality of it is, is, is there are so many better things to, to take away pain, to, um, to deal with boredom, to any, any of these things, any reasons people are reaching for drugs. There's so many better options out there. And it's just, um, we want to make sure that we're there. That's the, that's the whole thing with, with, uh, it's impressed me so much with Trail, uh, Trail Youth Coffee Home is it is a safe place. Yeah, I was hanging out in a jack-in-the-box at 4 in the morning at the University Ave, only person in there, trying to stay awake so I didn't get thrown out because... Hey, my name's Nick. Unfortunately, the last few seconds of this interview were cut off, but the interview was long enough, and losing a few seconds is not a big deal. As you heard from Tom, he meets with a group of teens going through alcohol and drug abuse every week on Thursday nights, 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. at the Trail Youth Coffee Home in North Bend next to Scott's Dairy Fence. The address to our coffee shop is 226 East North Bend Way, North Bend, Washington, 98045. And as you heard from Tom, just taking one drug can make your whole situation rougher. So you or someone else you know is trying to get addicted to drugs and alcohol and is in a crisis situation, please call 206-722-3700 to Alcohol Under a Kelpline. And please do this immediately as don't want to wait. It could, you could get seriously ill or even die. They can help. And please do not worry that they will make it worse as it's only the drugs and alcohol themselves that are ruining your life. If you are trying to find a global crisis line, please call 888-744-069. Again, that's 888-744-0069 to American Addiction Centers. If you want to be interviewed, um, you can go to our website, trailyouthcoffee.org, or email us at trailyouthcoffee.org. Come or come to Tom's AA meetings if you want help recovering from drug and alcohol addiction. Want to take your mind off things if you're currently going through drug and alcohol abuse? Just come to have a fun time and please support Tom and others with all your heart. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Coffee Break with Trail Youth. We hope you get a sense that you can share with our Trail Youth podcast team. As well as with your friends and family, what we talk about in these episodes. Feel free to check us out and visit our website in North Bend and our Snoqualmie Cafe. You can learn more by visiting our website, trailleafcoffee.org, and or following us on our Instagram and Facebook pages. We hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and stay tuned for next week's episode.